Hi, and welcome to The Lonely Triathlete. My name is Todd, and I am The Lonely Triathlete, coming to you live from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, on this Thursday, September 14th. How are you all doing? Uh, quick training update. So the week after my race, I did nothing. Nothing. Seven days of nothing. I can't even remember if I did anything voluntary during those seven days. Maybe I went for some walks, some light walks. and um, But no official formal training whatsoever. It's a great idea. Just take a week of nothing. And this week has been uh, a resumption of very light, they call it recovery training. So I'm doing one hour cycles, really easy. And 40 minute runs, really easy. And it feels so good to be back in motion again. I don't have any lingering injuries, no niggles. I feel just absolutely 100% awesome. And... Um, a little bit different, I guess, than what I've done in the past. In the past, that one week of no activity has led to two weeks of no activity, which has led to three weeks of glorious no activity. And then before you know it, it's December, and I haven't done anything yet, and I've gained 10 pounds. And I'm not going to do that this year. I, I don't want to gain any weight uh, I'm not going to eat too much and train too little. I just took the one week off, and now this week is easy. And then next week, I start a brand new one-year training plan right from scratch. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. So what's been going on with me lately? Well, as you know from my last podcast, I've discovered this whole world of grounding or earthing. Every single day I've gone after supper, I've gone down to the beach, stuck my feet in the sand, looked at the sunset. The weather here has been insanely fantastic for outside stuff. So I've been grounding myself. I got a grounding mat, so I work with my feet on it and I sleep with it at the bottom of the bed. So I'm getting so much grounding, it's crazy. Have I felt anything from it? Not necessarily. But I think this is the sort of thing that takes months and months to really impact your health. But you know what? I don't care. I think it's going to work at some level. So I'm just doing it and I'm not going to think about it. So that's that. Uh, second thing on my mind is something that I've never uh, had or owned before. And I'm thinking of owning a pair for the first time, which are waterproof running shoes. Now, I would love to get someone's ideas, some of my listeners' ideas out there on this concept. I've always just run in the rain in my regular running shoes. And because I don't run, or because I do run every other day, my shoes get about two days to dry out. But here's the thing. I don't look forward to running in the rain at the best of times. And I have to say, the worst part of running in the rain is the wet feet. Because I've got a waterproof jacket and a waterproof hood and gloves and kind of waterproof pants. They're not really waterproof, but they don't get that wet. But my feet, my feet get soaked. And I'm always jumping over puddles and running around little streams on the, on the ground. And then uh, invariably, boom, I hit water. 
my feet get soaked and it's just kind of uncomfortable. I feel like I'm running in that puddle the whole time and it's probably not good for my shoes. So I'm thinking maybe I splurge this year because I live in a climate where it's going to be raining from October to March or April. So maybe I splurge on a dedicated pair of waterproof running shoes that I only wear in the rain. If anyone listening has owned and run in waterproof shoes and would recommend it or recommend against it, please drop me a line at thelonelytriathlete at gmail.com. I would love to know if I'm wasting my money or if it would be a good, a good purchase. And I need to know in the next couple of weeks because I, I think that's when the rains are going to start here. So far, no rain in the, in the forecast whatsoever, but you know it's coming. I live in Vancouver. It is coming. It is coming. All right, on to the main story. The main story is, this is something I was debating whether to share with you folks. It's involving um, a private area of my body. It involves an accident you would I guess you'd call it an accident a mishap in the private area of my body listen I'm not gonna dance around the issue I burned my penis I burned my peni I burned it It, it's not, not with fire it was a friction burn okay wait sorry let me back up let me back up in my last race this is my theory. In my last race, my tri suit got full of salt water, which is normal because I swam in the ocean. And then somehow during my bike and or during my run, my little friend got trapped somewhere in a weird position between the chamois and the I don't know how it happened, folks. I don't know how it happened. But the the top of my penis got rubbed raw and graphic alert. It scabbed up. It hurt like heck. And I dealt with it for a week. I had to put polysporin on it, which is an antibiotic. I think you guys in the States have neosporin. It's the same stuff. And I had to be very gentle and be very careful and it eventually got better, no harm, no foul, no one would know the difference, except for that week, it really hurt, and I wish it never happened, so I figured if it happened to me, it could happen to somebody else, so, and listen, if there are ladies listening, this is still a story for you, now, I know you don't have penises, again, the times that we live in, maybe you do. But I'm just talking for, you know, give, let this old school guy just get the story out, okay? If you're a man, you have a penis. If you're a woman, you don't. Let's just say that's the way it works. Um, men, you really should slather some sort of lubricant on your willy before a race. It could be, I don't know, tons of body glide. It could be some sort of oil. It could be some other lubricant of your choice. But it needs to stick. It needs to stay there through water. So it should probably be an oil-based lubricant if I'm thinking about it. Now, women, I heard from a little bird 
that this can sometimes happen to you too on your private parts and the word on the street is olive oil is a really good protection for your bits and pieces now i guess olive oil could also work for guys i don't know as you know i use nothing and i paid the price for it so the next time i have a race i'm going to make sure i've got something something greasy down there because i want things slipping and sliding i don't want them rubbing and burning because that was not a good situation so consider this a public service announcement for genitalia do you have genitalia do you like your genitalia do you want to keep your genitalia pain free then the lonely triathlete suggests putting some sort of lotion or some sort of lubricant on your genitalia prior to any races you can thank me later because you're not going to have the problems that i had so don't let it happen to you it is not worth it so that's it that's it for me and my healed penis until next time Peace.